From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. It's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made as we move on into the fall. Yeah, fall has finally fallen, I guess. <laughs> it's happening. I appreciate you all being with us. Uh, the good Lord gave us four seasons for a reason. I'm not sure what the reason is, but I enjoy the change in seasons for sure. This indeed is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we are glad today to welcome in Marie Leatherby, Executive Director of the Sacramento Life Center. Marie, good day to you. Good day, Bob. Rejoicing to you, too. Yes, it's uh, uh, fall is in the air. That's it <laughs> is. I'm enjoying it immensely. Yeah, yeah, we, we just weather the change. It's we just really beautiful. Just took our youngest off to college, and uh, that we said, "Wow, it smells like fall." I don't even know what that is. It's kind of a mixture <laughs> of burning and, and and hazy skies, and a little bit chillier at night. And I really, yep. I, I just, I think that's one of. God's greatest gifts, of course, I mean, I guess if you live at the equator, you don't get the, <laughs> the change of seasons, but I love, I love the change of seasons. I just, I don't have a favorite, you know, I, every, every season is my favorite when it's happening. I agree. I love all the seasons and I'm, I'm, I'm look forward to the next one, you know, I yep. get tired of that one and you're looking forward to all the good things that come with the next one yeah, yeah. it's like it's like you all that fog and stuff we get and it's it's really nice and then one day it busts out in february and it's about 75 and you go oh it's gonna be spring and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep yep and i think we get tired of our hot summer even though we enjoy it and we have a beautiful fall here so many festivals and the weather's just lovely we get really almost nine months of good weather here in Sacramento. Oh, oh so ab- absolutely. It's, you know, and our winters, we freeze when it hits <laughs> 30 at night. <laughs> you know, well, my, my, my wife's from Montana. She thinks it's, she thinks it's kind of funny when, <laughs> when people, funny. people put jackets on when it's 50 out. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's all, oh, you got to acclimate. Yeah, well, I went to San Diego a while back, and it was 70, and people had on, like, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. San Diego doesn't get quite the change of seasons we do because they, <laughs> not at all. They're they're right I on the water. They, I guess they get the June gloom or something. And, and yeah, uh, but I guess they want to wear the clothes of the season. So they'll yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it must be interesting to be like if you owned a, I don't know a Macy's or a Nordstrom or something the difference between being in uh, Great Falls Montana or San Diego <laughs> in terms of your merchandising and your advertising has got to be completely different oh yeah I bet they have huge coat departments where <laughs> we have huge sweater departments and then small coats yeah 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 it's all yeah I agree it's got to be yeah and not so much of our shopping's online, but I do love going out. I took my grandson, first homecoming, is shopping to get him a suit and a vest and a tie. And, you know, all those things are fun with the change of seasons and fall and football. And They I still have to, to dress up for homecoming? I think some, yeah. some do. I don't know if you have to, but... <laughs> He wanted to. So That's good. Got, That's good. Don't fight it. it. Yeah. Grandma, so. yeah. 
Yeah. So we're we're moving into what is traditionally known and as uh, the pro life month, October. Yeah, October's pro life month. Um, we're we're doing again for the second year special event in October a memorial for the unborn, mm-hmm. and that could be an unborn child that's lost in any way. Right. Right. Yeah, miscarriage, childbirth, um, abortion, um, whatever. So we're we're having a beautiful. Last year's was so beautiful, and we get several. It's ecumenical. We get several different faith leaders and women. This year we're doing a um, a planting to represent healing in the garden, where everybody that comes for healing can there. Um, each thing symbolizes something else. The digging, the planting, the soil, the water, mm-hmm. in the healing process of losing a child. And um, we're really looking forward to doing a beautiful event with harpists and violinists. So anyone you know has suffered, and it could be from 50 years ago. You know, it doesn't have to be recent or just people that want to come and um, comfort others there. You know, it's really a beautiful event on October 14th. Okay. Yeah, and that's at the Sacramento that's a Memorial Saturday. Garden. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um, hospitality starts at 9.30, the event starts at 10, and it, it'll probably last about an hour or so, and then you can walk around the garden, you can, there'll be people there you can talk to from different healing ministries, um, it'll, it'll be re- really nice. So we hope for a nice showing during Pro-Life Month to um, respect Life Month. I'm not sure they're officially, but yeah. yeah. But um, that's what we're doing this year to honor, honor the unborn. So I hope people can come. Give give the address again, Marie. Um, it's at the Sacramento Memorial Garden, 6240 Werner Avenue in okay. Sacramento. Okay. And and Burner's a long, complicated street. It is. It's right across the street from the Greenback Theaters. Right. There's okay. the corner of, yeah. So I know Burner kind of twists and turns. So if you're right across the street from the theater, so you'll find us. Yeah. Very good. So ex- And then. Go ahead. Of course, we're <coughs> also in gala mode. You know, the Sacramento Life Center gala is the biggest event of the year for us and for lots of people, lots of pro-life people, so that's coming on November 11th. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I, I say I say this for the Life Center, and I also say it for the Bishop Gagos Maternity Home, which just had their annual fundraising dinner, that even if you consider yourself pro-choice, you should be supporting these organizations. And I mean, I mean uh, taking that term choice literally um that yeah. you believe that there should be choices and and I, I obviously we don't agree with the abortion choice but that even if, but but there are many people that are in that category uh politically yeah. i guess uh but mm-hmm. would never have an abortion and and don't support abortion but for some reason they they've got in their head that uh, people yeah, should have that choice. Well, if, if if you really believe that, both B- Bishop Gagos and a lot of other groups, and and certainly the Sacramento Life Center, are providing choice. They're providing real choices, 
and real help for people who would like to have their baby. You know, whether whether they're going to keep the baby, put it up for adoption, what they're going to do, they're providing choice. And in in a world where, uh, and for people who frequently, whether whether we agree or not, people who frequently think they don't have a choice, they their circumstances or their 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 makeup or whatever their upbringing, whatever, um, there are people that get. that find themselves in a pregnancy and feel their only way, quote, out of this is abortion. Yes. I mean, you know, imagine a woman or girl finding out unexpectedly pregnant. Your first, you know, fear, am I going to do this? Sometimes you feel alone if nobody's supporting you. Or people are actually coming down on you or, or, or yes. giving you advice and saying, oh, the the best thing you can do is this and and that'll take care of everything and you yeah. you could just go on with your life like it never happened we'll just in fact uh, we'll just give you a pill nobody will even know right i know and if that isn't coerciveness at a time when women are vulnerable you know and you know here we if they find us it's a whole different message. I mean, it's loving. Let's take a look at your life. Let's go through the what if. Let's see what this is going to look like. We offer help and support. If you want the baby, there's ways we can help you do that. Yep. And um, it's it's such a relax. They, they make a choice out of being informed mm-hmm. on what's out there instead of fear. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's yeah. just knowing that there's uh, I remember, I remember taking one of my kids to the, 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 the doctor the other day, uh, home from college, you know, and I just, you know, it was, I, it, it wasn't COVID, but it was that kind of symptoms, you know, and, and it was hard to get an appointment for a little while. And once she got the appointment, she started feeling better, you know, it was, yeah. and there's something about that, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm likening it to this, like, oh, Here's somebody who thinks it's okay to have the baby, and here's somebody who can show me a path to having the baby, and here's somebody who actually loves me and cares about me. Yes, I know. It's, it's the greatest. It is the best thing um, to have these women from fear feel empowered, feel, you know, they can be a mom, and we help them afterwards. We help them through the tough part of the pregnancy and the, medical care and jumping through the hoops and baby items and all those things, which, you know, God gave us nine months for a reason, but to get all those things in place and prepare. And and then, you know, we offer more and more services after for moms. Mm -hmm. You know, we started a program for, because a lot of moms have gone through trauma, um, a licensed therapy program for if they get postpartum depression or if they've gone through trauma to help them be a better mom. Um, you know, we just keep adding, you know, the two years of diapers and baby supplies and the um, parenting classes where they can, you know, stay in touch with us for years to come. And then we have scholarship if they want to continue in education. We've added benevolent fund if they're finding it hard that month to get groceries or gas or we help the mom with the school supplies, you know. 
for her children. I mean, we're there to just help them through those rough moments, which thanks to our donors, we can do now. You know, we are able to have these other programs, and we've always been criticized. Well, yeah, they have the baby, then what? Well, the Life Center has really... On above and beyond. I, I, I shouldn't use the term mad, but the the one thing that has always hurt my heart uh, mm-hmm. would when people say, "Well, those those pro-lifers they only care about the baby before it's born. Once it's born, they 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 don't care. They don't care." Yeah, and Which, it's just the, know, it's the opposite of the truth. It is the so opposite, and then you sit there and say. Well, isn't the gift of life that they have a life a gift in itself? They don't think that, you know, but, yeah, but we do go above and beyond that as well, you know? Well, every every person so, that uh, <laughs> is on this earth and opposes what you do was fortunate enough that their parents were pro-life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether they so whether they label themselves that way or not, uh, they brought you into this world. You know they did. You know, so they found that that there were more reasons to, br- especially anybody born in the last fifty years, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, where where it was really a cho- an option out there to have an abortion. Yeah. Uh, anybody born in the last fifty years, you you. Pretty much, Pretty you had parents who uh, maybe evaluated it or didn't, and they decided that life was the right choice. Every single person walking the earth right now, that's yeah. what happened with you if you're under 50. Yeah. Yep, it's so true. A lot of people missing. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, you know, Marie, you, you mentioned two years of diapers. There was a time when... My wife Shelly and I, we had four in diapers at the same time. We should have contacted you. You should have. Yeah. Because we'll help with the toddlers as well. <laughs> we go up to large sizes. So if a mom says, Well, I already have one in diapers or two in diapers, and, you know, we'll, we'll help you with those too. Yeah. You I know? mean, and I, yeah. you know, I, lear- I learned the very best place to get diapers was Toys R Us. Oh, I know. They were cheaper yes. there than anywhere. Yes. They were. I'm sad Toys R Us is gone. Yeah, I know. And, and, you know, they'd they'd go from preemie to, I mean, some kids, they're three and they still, you know, they're still learning. Yes, they are. And we'll, you know, we'll go up to that. If the child isn't potty trained and stuff, we'll help them till till they are. Because they're so expensive and formula is so expensive and just everything now. Child poverty and formula shortage did did that affect you folks we didn't have as much to give away but 
people are so, our donors are so giving. They would buy formula and bring it in mm-hmm. so we'd have it for the month. Even though there was a shortage, they would, you know, there was uh, some on a shelf, you know, they. They'd buy it. So we seem to do do okay here in that time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know what what was behind that and what how it got solved, but I guess it's it's faded away it's from the headlines. Now. Yeah, our shelves are full now. Yeah, that was really disheartening that these parents couldn't get formula. I don't know what was behind that either. Yeah. It, it's good now, and we're moving on. This year, our dinner it's called Grow with Us because we want to keep growing programs to help these families with youngsters, you know, um, make it. The stresses and things, these, you know, for these moms, we want to be there for them. And we can't do it without support. And we give a fabulous, our Grow With Us, you know, our annual gala and auction event is, is a great, fun way to support the Life Center. And we're already... At this point in time, I think we have 53 tables, so that's 530 attendees. Last year, we sold out at 750. Wow. So we might be a sellout again this year. Um, Do you want me to call the people at Golden One and see if it's available? I know. (laughs) You you may be in there one day. (laughs) I, I would hope so. That would be fabulous. And we have our auction this year is just, once-in-a-lifetime things in the auction that people will want. Like um, one one dinner we just got is the monks up at Vina. Oh, yeah. Are doing a private uh, banquet for eight people with the monks, with their winemaker doing pair, pairing. Uh-huh. Um, Amy, um, you get to go in and pray with the monks during Vespers. Then come out and have a dinner, and um, Deacon or Abbot Thomas, who's ninety, will come yes, out and yes, yeah. tell stories. And I mean, it what a once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> and the reason they're doing this this year, they don't normally do this, is because they did a function on the same night as our dinner, and they felt bad for us. Oh wow. <laughs> We're like, okay, we'll place it. Yeah, wow. you know, there's only so many dates in the year, you know, and if, <laughs> something's going to cross somewhere. But they, you know, they're they're um, cloistered. They don't know what's going on in the world. I told them, don't worry, there's always some conflicting thing going on. Oh, sure there is. But they were so sweet and felt so bad. This just shows their heart. That they said we want to do this for the life center. So. Oh, that's what they're so they, they are so generous and they're so open and yeah, uh, it's such a beautiful setting and yeah, they're uh, in there. So and and that building there, what considered the oldest building in America with the sacred stones. That, even even though the stones <laughs> didn't come from America, <laughs> right? They came from Europe. It was a, yeah. a church that they. Leland Stanford brought, and yeah. then the stone sat in Golden Gate Park for decades until what, maybe fifteen years ago. Well, and I heard, I heard a story. I, I think mm-hmm. I think Father Kiernan told me this story a, a, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. Something okay. about about somebody had arrived 
in San Francisco and maybe they were supposed to arrive somewhere else, but the airport was closed or whatever. And in getting driven to wherever they were going, they went past these stones in Golden Gate Park. And and they weren't okay. supposed to go on that route or something and saw those stones and one thing led to another. I, uh, you know, I, I don't yeah. I don't remember the, the exact details, but it was like one of those. Well, there are no coincidences with God, you know, but, right. you know, one of those uh, uh, moments that, oh, I was. If if we'd taken that other route, maybe the I don't know, maybe the uh, Bay Bridge was closed and the Golden Gate was open or something. Right. But but yeah. it, it was like like the, 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 they were perchance seen by by somebody who could do something about it, you know, or or planted a seed. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to get the the details yeah, of that story. It. I want that Abbey Church built. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's a supposedly a really good replica of the actual church from Europe. Yeah. That was at a Cistercian monastery. Yeah, I, and it I, was, I mean, these are yeah. old mm-hmm. stones. I can't remember. Yeah, like eight, nine hundred years yeah, old. Yeah. 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 So that's, just that in itself is a unique thing to see. So we hope that raises a lot of money and people are put into their friends for that, that event because people amongst don't come out for very you know very many things so that's well just it'd be i mean it's it's at the the it's in vina right so um it's in the winery just close the winery for it and just just getting there and uh um getting to meet all those wonderful people there um even if even if they didn't feed you that'd be quite a treat yeah i know and their winemakers, very renowned. Their wines have won lots of awards. So, you yeah. get to, to, so I think that'll be a wonderful event for somebody. And we have our Davis Barn Dinner, and we've got you know lots of fun. This year, our Bishop Soto Dinner is, um, I think it's Sangria and Tapas with with Bishop Soto, or some, some mm-hmm. people are putting on a really fun event, Spain, Taste of Spain with Oh wow! I just say, just just don't make it during uh, available only in July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. That's during spring training, spring spring training is oh, th- and it comes with tickets to all the California team games. Oh, that's great! So, wouldn't that be fun? Well, the um, the fun thing about spring spring and they've sometimes uh, I remember it was popular a few years ago. I don't think they do it anymore. Where where they they would have kind of spring training for us weekend warriors, you know, where you could go down and they kind of had your own little camp, you know. <laughs> you'd yeah. take batting practice and you'd, you know, do fielding Aww. practice and all that stuff and uh, kind of a fantasy spring training, I guess. And yeah. uh, um, But spring training, the, the, the wonderful people go, well, those games don't even count. And you go, yeah, they do. They count for the guys that are playing. For the, for the established major leaguers, they're just getting back into shape or whatever it is. But yeah. for an awful lot of the, the, the newcomers, 
this is this is where they try to prove themselves, and it's where they, yes. end, you know, based on what you did in spring training, whether that they you make the big league team or they send you to the River Cats or they send you to Single A and you know Lake yes. Elsinore or somewhere, uh, you know Pocatello. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, for people that are following those minor leagues, yeah, it's super fun that know all the players and get to see them play with the big guy. Yeah, it's. It's fun, and and oh, the weather the, the you mm-hmm. talk about nice weather spring in in Arizona, in Phoenix or Tucson the, the, that those areas uh, is perfect you know it's about yeah and we had somebody donate yeah a beautiful four bedroom home down there uh, for this uh, you know four guys or four people can go down and and um, don't have to be guys it doesn't does it no <laughs> couple 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 yeah. So I think, yeah, so that's new. We've got, yeah, tickets for Boston Red Sox and to stay in their big hotel there and attend games and um, get a tour of the stadium. So do people donate these or how do you, how do you get? Yeah, they're all donated, all of it. It's just amazing that people are trying to come up with these great ideas for our auction and putting the money out to do it or their home, yeah. We have somebody that has a in Oak Island, uh, South North Carolina, hmm. um, a beautiful condo on the beach down there. And, you know, you can drive to Savannah and Charleston and Wilmington, and there's from there uh, all within a drive to get a week there. We just have a lot of. Our auction is just getting better and better every year. So Savannah is supposed to be a beautiful city. It is. I did go last year, and um, it was so much fun, so much history. We have no idea here in California. You know, they've been through all these wars. and. In my hometown, if a building is over 50 years old, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's known as a historic building, and you can't yeah. do anything to it unless you go through the historical commission. I'm going... People in, people in Europe would laugh. People back east I would know. laugh. 50 years old, that's new. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. You know, they've gone through, what, the Revolutionary War, yeah. Civil Wars, and um, the history is just amazing. So somebody could do that. We've got Hawaii um, trips and a, just a lot. A lot of fun stuff, and for those that can't afford the big stuff, or tight, we have a silent auction with tons smaller local trips and getaways and fun, you know, fun items. So there's something for everybody. And if you only got ten bucks in your pocket, you can buy a raffle ticket, and one of the packages is five hundred dollars in lotto tickets. <laughs> so you'd have a pretty good chance of winning something. So. Well, that's be, that's an interesting gambit, isn't it? Have five hundred dollars worth of lottery tickets. How much are you going to get out of that? <laughs> I know. Even if it's nothing, you gave ten dollars for good. But yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah so lots of good stuff, and then we're having a wonderful, you know, testimonials for women who. Um, you know, whose lives have been forever changed by the Life Center and the 
people there. Heart wrenching. And a lot of fun. A lot of fun stuff there. So And our friend Paul Robbins is still the MC? Yeah. Paul's gonna be there this year. Um yep, we've got you know, professional auctioneers and um we're working I'm working on getting a really fun program put together, but it is gonna be it's just such an uplifting night. People come and it's just the noise in the room is so energetic. It's hard to, you know, calm people down because they're just having so much fun. Yeah, if, so, it, 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 when there's a professional auctioneer, though, don't you have to be careful? If you touch your nose or something, you might have just bought something. <laughs> he does, and I think that happened a couple times last year. He said. Oh, we can sell two of those. Oh, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah. Like and you're, people are like, what? <laughs> you're, you're kind of bidding up, but you think somebody's going to outbid yeah. you. And then and then they, the bidding stops right after your bid. You know, somebody else has, has topped you, but then it stops. And then they say, oh, we got two. You want to buy it? And you go, oh, well. I... <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> yeah. So we, that happens. But it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot, so everybody goes home with something. Um, Pottery World's making beautiful centerpieces this year. Little statuary that you can bring home for your table that's beautiful. Loving hands, a baby. So that's, yeah, everybody in the community, you know, really participates in this event. So many people. It takes a village and it's always spectacular night. So November 11, Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, yes. Veterans Day. It's Veterans Day. We will be honoring veterans that night because that's an important day for them. Yep. So, yes, yes. And how can people yeah. get tickets? So and they, they better can, get them soon. Yeah. They can, if they like to do things by paper and not on computer, just call us and we'll mail you out and Actually, make a phone call and a real person answers it I and you know. actually get a ticket? That's a real throwback, Mary. I know. Most people are <laughs> all computer. Yeah. So Sacramento, it's 916-451-4383. And uh, give me a call. I'll even talk to them personally. Great. And, okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, or you can go on um, our website, saclife.org, and there's a link to the gala website. Or you can go straight to that. It's saclifegala.org. Dot com, and you can become a sponsor. You can sign up just to bid on the auctions. You can buy individual seats or a table, and it's all there. But if you, if you don't like getting on a computer, which well, a lot of people hate it, so yeah, we can do it all by. So if, if they say Bob mm -hmm. sent me, do they get an extra scoop of mashed potatoes? <laughs> yeah, we could probably make that work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're having salmon and chicken wow. and risotto. So they have some different dinner choices as well. Excellent. And it's um, 160 a ticket this year, mm -hmm. or 1600 for a table. And um, we had to, the Hyatt just gets more and more expensive as everything else does. So we t had to bump it up just, just a little bit just to um, help cover some of the costs. I've noticed that with almost every fundraiser that I'm involved I with, know. that, that, that the tickets have, have gone up, and hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't hurt attendance. Um, but it, it is—it's right. just, it's just a sign of the times. I, yeah. 
I, uh, I, you know, I wheeled a empty grocery cart up to check out it. It was already a hundred dollars. You know. <laughs> I know it's it's everything's just and it, I don't see it leveling out yet, but no. hopefully soon. And um, yeah, so we appreciate everybody paying that little bit extra more just to attend. Well, if people talk about bang for the buck, and uh, the Sacramento Life Center is certainly going to give you that. With uh, uh, that money, will all go to a good cause. It does the best helping babies be born. Is, there's nothing happier and more blessed than that. So a wonderful thing and uh, we do great work great work help a lot of women and and it's increasing the women coming so we've been seeing more and more and I'm not sure exactly what why but um, whether you know some people in between insurance or you know that we're getting the word out better with our advertising or if more women want to have babies, I'm not sure, but we are, we're a busy, busy clinic. Well, that's that's all good. That's all mm-hmm. good. Well, Marie, thanks thanks so much. Give that phone number one more time. 916-451-4357. Very good. Marie, thanks so much, and uh, God thanks bless you and your work. God bless. Yeah, take care. That's a Marie Leatherby. Executive Director of the Sacramento Life Center. Their dinner is November 11, and uh, yeah, you've, you've money well spent, and it's a really, really fun evening. We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at their thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and long-standing support of the Bishop's Hour.
We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. This is Bishop William K. Wiegand, the Bishop Emeritus of Sacramento, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Denning. Thank you, Bishop Wiegand, for that uh, wonderful introduction. I had the great privilege of uh, sitting right next to Bishop Wiegand uh, a few weeks ago at the uh, annual Bishop Gago's maternity home dinner and uh, just just a delight to talk to him and uh, thank him for all the work that he continues to do uh, here in the Diocese of Sacramento and uh, he uh, this year celebrating his 60th year as a priest of the priesthood and just just remarkable uh, a man who's uh, given so much uh, to the world and to the, our country and to our diocese and also the Diocese of Salt Lake, which covers the whole state of Utah, and uh, the Diocese of Boise, where uh, where he was ordained. And so, yeah, in his hometown of, of St. Mary's, Idaho. So thank you, Bishop Wigan, for all, all you do uh, and continue to do, all you've done and continue to do. Well, we're pleased to be joined by Paul Starkey. Paul, good day to you. Good day, Bob. How are you doing? Doing. I thought maybe we uh, had done all the walks for the poor, but we still have some wonderful walks for the poor coming up. We do. We have some. Uh, we have been doing this all month. September, I, I said before, is the, the Vincentian month. We have the feast days of Blessed uh, Frederick on September 9th, our founder for the Society. And then St. Vincent's feast day is coming up on the 27th. And um, it is the culmination, the, the end of our month, or, or, or rather at the end of the month, is the end of our Vincentian year. So we're like the, we're like the federal government. We start again on October 1. So we have uh, new presidents coming in. We have uh, new leadership and a lot of exciting things. Uh, I may have mentioned uh, this is historic Judy Deatline, who was a yes. former council president. She is, the, I believe, the first uh, woman vice president of the West region of the whole United States for St. Vincent de Paul. Wow. Yeah, wow. It's uh, Judy, as you know, is a fantastic uh, organizer like uh, St. Vincent de Paul was, and she does great work with disaster relief, has been doing that for years, uh, and took on this leadership position for the West. Uh, the good thing about the West region, Bob, is that one of our um, member organizations is Hawaii. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm hoping that Judy will soon arrange um, uh, an appropriate meeting, an assembly yes. in Hawaii. I, I, um, I've always said, I don't know why people don't have meetings in Hawaii or Palm Springs, you know, and, you know, makes more well, sense than Medford. Hawaii someday, but next year we're going to have the West meeting, the West region meeting 
in Sacramento. No way. Yeah, it's going to be huge. So we'll have people from Washington, Oregon, uh, Hawaii, uh, Alaska, the whole West Coast, and it's, gonna, it's just going to be just great. So how many how many right. re, how many regions are there? When I think of the West, I'm thinking is that west of the Mississippi, west of the the Colorado? What's it west of? Well, west is think think now think of West Coast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was a change this year, and so they reconfigured the districts. It's interesting, or the regions. It's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, so now the West is truly the West, the West Coast of Hawaii and Alaska. Okay. There is there's a there's a mountain region. There is there is the, the Midwest, of course. Uh, there's Central. Uh, there's there's North and, and South. You know, just you can imagine the United States just just huge, and these conferences are having these walks. It's not just in California. Across the country, we're doing these walks for the poor. And like I said, in Northern California, we've had a number of walks very successful. But coming up on the 30th, we have three more. St. Dominic in Benicia, that's going to be um, uh, their walk. St. Joseph in Reading, Mm -hmm. they're going to have their Friends of the Poor walk on September 30th in Reading. And then our Divine Savior in Chico, they will also have theirs on the 30th. Well, it's interesting that the people in the North State move it into the fall. <laughs> They're not having it in early September. Right. And, you know, it's interesting. We, we try, for example, Our Lady of Grace in West Sacramento, when we do ours, we try to have it towards the end of September as well. But there were some conflicts this year, and so we said, what the heck, we'll move it on Blessed Frederick's uh, feast day, which was on the 9th, and it was just a beautiful, a beautiful day, a beautiful walk, and... Uh, just, just a lot of fun to bring everybody together and to witness for the poor by doing that. And then, of course, you know, the donations are really important. So I'm going to say that um, donate early and donate often. You have your choice. I mean, if you go to the Sacramento Diocesan website for St. Vincent de Paul, just type in St. Vincent de Paul, Sacramento, and it, it's going to show up. It's, it's got that long-named uh, SVDP hyphen sacramento.org right uh, and that'll get you there but just type in sacramento st vincent de paul and you'll get to our website and when you get there there is plenty to look at because you go to the website you go to the, the very front page there's a tab for events and you type on uh, all uh, program and events and you type on all events and and bob i've done this for you you have no excuse these walks are linked so that you can donate. So, for example, if you want to donate to the St. Joseph Reading Walk, uh, if you want to help some of your friends up there, you can just go to Program Events, All Events, go to that page, and the link is right there. It could not be easier. And, by the way, it's not too late to donate to Paul Starkey, S-T-A-R-K-E-Y. And I'm taking, uh, just having some fun here because... Um, there's a little bit of a competition. This has not been sentioned, Bob, but we're kind of competing about the money coming in. Uh-huh. And those, those school kids in, uh, at St. Basil's, St. Basil uh, in Vallejo, uh, they're, they're, they're heating up. They're doing a great job. They had their walk on the 21st. But holy smokes, St. Vincent for where in Vallejo? They had their walk this last weekend. They're on fire. They're on fire. And the, our folks 
folks in Benicia, they haven't even had their walk yet, and they're doing just gangbusters and giving these donations. Well, you just anticipated my next question, is if we could still donate to, to the uh, Our Lady of Grace walk, and you Absolutely. said yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and again, there's Our Lady of Grace, which was, this was involving all of the conferences in, in um, the Sacramento area, uh, uh, in West Sacramento, some parts of Sacramento. But there's, Saint, like I said, St. Basil and Vallejo, Holy Spirit just had their walk in, in Land Park, a wonderful event. Uh, St. Catherine Drexel in Amador County mm. had their walk. Uh, St. Joseph Lincoln, they had their walk this last weekend. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, St. Vincent for Wear. Um, and so, it's just, you know, if you, if you know somebody, uh, you know, 25 bucks would be great. But, but why? I think the question is, what's this all about? Why is this different than anything else? Well, for one reason, this, this donation is 100% charity. So it's going to pay for someone's rent. It's going to buy someone some food. It's going to help somebody when their utilities get shut off. Uh, it might get somebody some medicine. Uh, they're in a tight spot. Not, they don't have coverage for some reason, and then we help them with that. All of these kinds of charities that, that people that are in a tough spot, uh, we can help them out. And we're parish-based, and that's the, the beauty of this. As I mentioned, all of these different parishes throughout Northern California uh, in the Diocese of Sacramento, we, are, we know it is local charity. So... Um, it's just so important that the, the people in those parishes, and they do, Bob, the, the people in the parishes are just so generous and so wonderful. Um, but this is, this is an annual fundraiser for us, and it's, it's one that it's not like a big corporate thing. It's not like, you know, St. Vincent de Paul USA is doing this and then pushing the money down. What St. Vincent de Paul USA is doing is saying, hey, let's have a national walk. Everybody do it, and whatever the parishes and the conferences are able to, you know, gather during this time. That that money goes 100% to charity. So it, it is a great cause. So I have a, a question. Blessed Frederick, Frederick, did he name the St. Vincent de Paul Society? He did. In fact, uh, Blessed Frederick and uh, his, uh, I call them the, the the group of boys because uh -huh. they were college students in Paris and they, they had a, a basically a debate club. You know, talk about the, the great things, the, the troubles of the world, right? And they got challenged by some non-Catholics to say, put your money where your mouth is, you know? Mm -hmm. Let it show, us, show us why it is so, you know, what good you Catholics do. And he took it to heart and working with uh, Blessed Rosalie Rondu, a nun, in the, in the Paris community, they began to do literally these home visits, going out to the poor and helping them. And the society was named after the patron saint of charity, St. Vincent de Paul. Wow. And so that's, that's where the name came from. And uh, what, what year are we talking about? This was for the, for the founding of the yeah. society. It was 1833. Okay. Very and interesting. We, we just celebrated uh, uh, for St. Louis, Missouri, which is the, the center for the for the St. Vincent de Paul USA. That that was the first conference in the United States of America, 1845. Wow! And I, I'm always amazed by the fact that the work of the Holy Spirit, working across the ocean in 1833, 
you have a small band of college guys starting something. It expands throughout Paris, throughout France, throughout Europe, and, and by 1845, it's in the United States of America. That's pretty amazing. It, it is. It is amazing, and it was. Um, it, it's a. They're just wonderful traditions that are associated with it. But it's interesting because it was a simple idea of, you know, putting your money where your mouth is. Show us what you can do as Catholics. And I've said this many, many times. The Catholic Church is renowned for all of the charity that it does. And it does it through these different charisms. You know, you have the, the wonderful Knights of Columbus. You, you've got all these different groups that are doing things nationally, internationally, locally, and then, you know, there's always room for more. And that's the, that's the bounty, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit, the innovation, the creativity. It, it never stops, and it responds to what is happening now. So we are addressing St. Vincent de Paul in Northern California. We are addressing natural disasters like the fires, helping with fire relief. Right. We are addressing the issue of homelessness. You know, looking for solutions, local solutions, you know, working with local entities to, to make a difference, to make a change, to keep people in their houses by paying rent mm-hmm. so that they don't get evicted. You know, it's, it's the, one of the expressions attributed to Blessed Frederick was, you know, we do a little good. Hmm. And it's amazing, the mustard seed, right? The power of the little good. It, re- it, it really is, you know, and I mean, we, we've heard that, you know, the little way and, and, and Mother Teresa pushing that, or that idea, you know, just do, a, just do the little things and do them right, you know. Um, it all adds up. And it is, I mean, for anyone who is interested in what we do, uh, I would say um, go to your parish if there's a conference or your parish can find you a conference nearby and just come and see to see what we do, and if you're called to do that, because I I was just uh, teaching yesterday at at a a group of Vincentians, um, we have a sort of an introductory program about what the society is all about, and I emphasized, and I said, you're not volunteers. Other organizations have volunteers. You have a vocation, Mm. and and, and it's true. I mean, I was in this um, training uh, we call it the Ozonom training. I was uh, up in Gridley. Have you ever heard of Gridley? Oh, Gridley, yeah. California? Gridley on <laughs> Old 99. I had no idea how far Gridley is yeah, yeah. West Sacramento. <laughs> no, but, a beautiful uh, parish I, in Gridley. I, I got there uh, a little late, but I, in time for my presentation. Uh, and I just was impressed. We had people, uh, we had Vincentians, we had people with a vocation, including this was the room was, was I think we had 30. 30 to 40 people, right? And I'm expecting, you know, how long have you been a Vincentian? I'm expecting everyone to, you know, say I'm new, right? The room was full of veterans, except there were three people there that were new to the society. And it was, it was wonderful because you have the opportunity for people that are brand new to hear from others their experience and, and why they have their vocation. Very, very powerful. But we have people from from Gridley, of course, uh, from uh, Chico, um, probably uh, Biggs, from Auburn, and um, uh, so it was it was just uh, you know it's it's really you know being in Sacramento, you know we kind of get Sacramento based, 
we forget about how beautiful our diocese oh, is. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I, I think about when I think about Gridley is all those big, beautiful walnut trees, walnut groves, you know. Gorgeous, uh, yeah. Just beautiful, and, and the great people at Sacred Heart Parish, and uh, it's just, I, I, remember, I remember one time talking with Bishop Soto years ago and, and saying, you know, yeah, when I was a kid, I think I, you know, I thought about the priesthood, you know, that kind of thing, and, and, and now doing Catholic radio, uh, running into so many priests, and, and you know, they, they get assigned, and then they get reassigned, and all that, and I thought, you know, I, I, and I think I, I said, if, if, if I were a priest of this diocese, I think I'd want to be in a town like Gridley. There, there are so many beautiful places. I, when I rolled in there yesterday, again, you know, uh, kind of faster than I probably should have, Bob, um, but don't mention that to anybody. Um, I, I, I literally, I did slow down. It's a small town, and I slowed down, and as I was driving through, I was taking it in. And you can feel the sense of community yep. from the streets. Yep. You can feel it. It's palpable. Um, and uh, as I drove by this, this soccer park, right? right, and it's you know it's morning time. All it looked like the whole town was out there. The seats were set up, and the kids are playing. You know, moms and dads are talking to one another. Uh, it was it was just great, just great. Yeah, there's so many so many of those towns that you see. You know, Corning and Orland and Willows and Maxwell and Arbuckle, and you know they're just they're. Wairika, there's so many towns in this diocese that have that feel, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at in, in Weed when they rebuilt their church. I mean, with a lot of help, uh, the whole town helped rebuild that church. Yeah, you know, and I was I was talking to the group about poverty, and I always make it a a point to do a little bit of research before I talk to a particular group in a particular area because poverty is not the same throughout Northern California and in in Gridley, Chico. Auburn, those areas, different sized communities, different sets of problems, and that's why the, the beauty of St. Vincent de Paul is that we work locally, and the, the people in the conferences decide for their community, what is it we need to do? What's that little good we can do? And they're, and they're best situated to answer that question. I'm certainly not from Sacramento, you know. It's, it's the people that, that live there, uh, and this was something also that Blessed Frederick said. You can read all the books you want on poverty. You can go to all the classes you want. But until you walk up the stairs of that tenement and, and have that experience, you know, that relational experience, that's where you learn about it. Um, and, and there's a quote from him about that. And his father was a doctor who, you know, again, back in the 1800s, literally did house calls. Mm. And, and Frederick would... would I'm sure walk up those stairs with his father, and he would see, you know, what what that felt like. You know, you can feel the cold, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes all the difference in the world. Wow, Paul. Uh, before you go, tell people again how they could donate to the Walks for the Poor. Well, I could say just you know go online and donate to Paul Starkey. To, to Paul Starkey, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, the easiest thing to do. Let's let's do the real easy thing. Go to go to St. Vincent de Paul, Sacramento, get to our website, uh, again, svdp, svdp-sacramento.org. You go to our front page. There's a little tab that says Program and Events, and you click on All Events, and it goes right to the Walks for the Poor. 
and like I said, Bob, they're linked. You you pick the conference you love the most, and click on the link and send them. You know, whatever you can do, because it's all going to be wonderful. I will tell you though, uh, our divine savior in Chico is not online. So if you're going to donate to Chico, that's going to be a check in the mail. Oh, okay. Uh, but you know where you can find him, our divine savior in Chico. Very good. Paul, always a joy to talk with you. We'll uh, Thanks. look forward Thanks to our, for the opportunity. Yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to our paths crossing again soon. Very good. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. God bless. That's uh, Paul Starkey the, from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. That's going to do it for us for today. Uh, go out to those walks. Donate to those walks. Thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in health care, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, you can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of, ministry, of Mi Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, they continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're, they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive a generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley & Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. Four six zero zero, and we uh, are, are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, long-standing support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. Mm -hmm.